Sasha Obama's side boob coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. The YouTube channel The Hill was talking about what's going on in Afghanistan. So we'll see what happens, but maybe they're about to have a famine, a bunch of starvation, tons and tons of people dying. And so this The Hill guy was saying that he considers this a genocide. I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but it it will be a genocide, and it will be caused by the Biden administration. And the reason why is when the Taliban took over Afghanistan, got it back from us, we handed it back. We were nice enough to hand it back. No muss, no fuss. But apparently the previous government, whatever, you know, whoever it was that we put in charge of Afghanistan, I think it was a bunch of, like, women, women who now can't be part of the government, possibly transgender individuals who have probably been uh, thrown off a rooftop by now. But so that previous government had $9 billion, you know, which is like, that's absolutely nothing compared to the U.S. government, how it throws around money. But anyways, apparently $9 billion is a lot of money to Afghanistan. And so when the Taliban took over, we locked down that money. We, you know, I guess it's in, it's in banks. It's in American banks. And we said, you can't have it. And I think what we were saying is you can't have it until you give women equal rights. And the transgender thing, I know they were like, like the U.S. Army was over there and they were sending around letters on National Transgender Day. I mean, whatever. The Army <laughs> got woke. Whatever. It's stupid. You don't, uh, bring some, you don't bring a caveman out of the past and then tell him about woke politics. Or apparently you do. That's what we did. It didn't work. And so this guy's listening to his idea is just give him the money. Give him the money. I mean, you know. Do you want a woman who starves to death or a woman with equal rights? Because that's your two options. Or not your two options. I guess those two things go together. You can have equal rights for women if they're dead. We're all equal then. And apparently maybe Congress is going to vote on something related to Afghanistan. And then there you go. Boom. That's all I know. But they brought up something else that was interesting. You know, calling that a genocide. He was saying that the... 1850 potato famine in Ireland is considered a genocide now by a lot of people. And it's interesting, Ireland, just last year, their population finally got got back to the level that it was before the potato famine and a bunch of them died. And so I don't know, well, I'll tell you what I know because I don't know much, but apparently there was something killed all the potatoes across Europe, but only Ireland is where everyone died. And, you know, Ireland was ruled by London, the you know, Britain, England. Boy, I never get all that stuff straight. But so, apparently, the people in London, they could have saved the Irish from dying. But they were like, Ireland is full of lazy, drunk Catholics. Screw them. And I think that is what Ireland was full of. But, you know, whatever. Hell, they're, they're, I'm sure they're... I'm sure those are better people than you got in Afghanistan, but in any case, you shouldn't let either you shouldn't let any of those people die. I mean, I'm not Catholic, but I've been two out of the three. So they were teaching some critical race theory in a California school in uh, Salinas, which is near Monterey, and it you know became a news item because one of the teachers there. Well, made a little bit of a fuss about it. 
And what's funny about it is, so this teacher, her name is Fontania, if you want to look her up, she's Jamaican, um, she teaches the English language, like, in Salinas, you got a bunch of Spanish-speaking uh, students, and so they're trying to teach them English, and so that's her job. She's the teacher who's teaching them English. And for whatever reason, she became aware that all her students were failing another class. It was called Ethnic Studies. And I think this stuff was all online or largely online. Um, so, you know, you know, the mainstream misinformation media tries to hide the fact that critical race theory is being taught in schools. Because when people hear about it, they don't like it. But if you're on the left, you do want, you know, you want, you want... You know, what does it mean again? It means that uh, if you're white, you're an oppressor. If you're black, you're the oppressed. It doesn't really do anything to white kids. I mean, you know, whatever. The white kids get to virtue signal and think that they're wonderful because they know that they're oppressors. And then black kids are incorrectly told that all of America hates them and that they should just give up right now. So anyways, it's not a good thing to be teaching kids. But because it was online... You can, like, go read the slides or the whatever. Like, you can see exactly what the class is. So, you know, it's a little harder. I mean, the media just ignores it, right? Instead of lying and saying CRT doesn't exist in schools, and then you just ignore the story. But it makes it a little harder because you can just look at the course online. Boom. And it has some funny stuff. Uh, see, one of the things, it teaches the kids about the four eyes of oppression. And the four eyes are institutional. institutional? internalized, ideological, and interpersonal. I mean, I don't know why they stop at four eyes. I think you just, whatever. I would just go to the dictionary. I'd start at the letter I, and I would just be like, there is 2,000 types of oppression. And that would just be igloo, iPod. For some reason, I want to say hippopotamus, but that's an H. I'm going to read a little bit here from Reason.com article on the subject. One of the suggested activities for students is an, in quotes, intersectional rainbow. Students will rank their various identities with corresponding colored strings to create intersectional rainbows. Gender, race, class, ethnicity, sexual orientation, beliefs, national, nationality, ability, age, etc. Students will compare and contrast their intersectional rainbows with their peers, I don't know, whatever. You get the idea. A bunch of uh, a bunch of horse shit. I mean, whatever. Everything in this class is just amazing. I mean, shouldn't be taught to kids, but I mean, I love it. It's just, it's, it's, it's hilarious. So anyways, they were going to, so part of the class is they're going to teach you about privilege. And when they wanted to show who had the most privilege, they used a picture of George W. Bush's twin daughters. He had a couple blonde I guess he still has them, blonde daughters. But I mean that but that's hilarious because I mean I get this from Coleman Hughes, but Coleman Hughes, right, he's a black anti woke pundit, check him out, but he has a whole thing about how white privilege is not a thing. Like there's plenty of you know, there's a million types of privilege, you know, being rich, being smart, being good looking. But being white, at least currently, is not a privilege. And his example is to use Obama's two daughters, Malia and Sasha. And like, like those two girls are crazy rich. I think they're going to Harvard. I mean, whatever. You couldn't, you could never have as much privilege as Malia and Sasha Obama.
I mean, the Bush twins freaking wish. Hmm, I'm looking at, like, the 2021 Christmas photos for the Obama, for the Obamas. The younger one. Is that Sasha? She's showing a little side boob. Not too shabby. Luckily, they look more like Barack. He's the good, you know, that's where the looks are in the family. Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, and thanks for listening.